Okay, so the beginnings are always weird and I never know how to start. So just like, hey, welcome. Okay. How are, how are Wait, you? Wait, let today? me actually text everybody and tell them not to come in. Okay. Because they will just walk in. Hey, let's talk. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to Collective Sound, and I have a beautiful guest with me today. Her name is Annie DeRusso, and here she is. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, how have you been? I've been good. Yeah. Um, been doing a lot of, you know, Zoom schoolwork and a lot of music, Ew. but kind of just chilling, you hey, know? You yeah. know, you take, you take what you can get. Exactly. Um, so just like a little background for the audience, Annie and I have known each other for like three years, mm-hmm. two years. I think probably three. And this is our, like, maybe second time ever hanging out. Yeah, well, we saw each other, like, a month ago or something. We did. But, like, it was, like, there were more people. It just wasn't. No, it wasn't the vibe. Yeah. And, well, I mean, it was a vibe. It was great. <laughs> it it wasn't, wasn't the vibe for us, us to, like, hang out. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like we've just danced. Abby was like, you guys have just been ships in the night for so long. Yeah, no, literally. But here we are, sitting yeah. in your bedroom. Here we are, in bed. my bedroom. Which in is, Nashville. like, with the poster. I know. Which we'll get to. Okay, so I make everyone do this, but, like, can you give me, like, you know, when you came to Belmont and you had to do your, like, college intro of, like, here's my name, my grade, what I'm studying, and a fun fact about me. If you could do that, that would be, like, so great. Like that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> or just, like, you know when you came to Belmont or, like, you studied yeah. your class and you're, like, this is who I am? Okay. I'm Annie DeRusso. I'm from New York. Mm-hmm. I am a senior at Belmont studying songwriting. Um, and I'm here in Nashville. I live with three of my roommates in a cute little house and I love it here. Oh my gosh. And here she is. This house is like so cute. And so like, I feel like fits what I would imagine your room would look like. Also the twilight books on the bookshelf. Oh, you have to have, you have to, you know, I still haven't, I've been trying to read midnight sun and I'm like not quite making it through. Okay. Is it not great? It's not that it's okay. So here's the thing. (laughs) I like, I always expose myself about twilight, but at this point it's like too far gone. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Twilight. It's the series that got me into reading. Okay, great. Um, no and shame. so I would reread them. I didn't reread them this summer, but I reread them every summer for the last like seven summers. Dang. Okay. And during my rereading, uh-huh. <laughs> Stephanie Meyer, the author, uh-huh. uh, actually wrote Midnight Sun around the time she wrote the series. Right. Yeah. And the first 13 chapters were in a PDF on her website. Oh, okay. Because okay. someone leaked them mm-hmm. and then she stopped writing it because she got so upset. Okay. <laughs> And then she, 10 years later, was able to return and finish it and release it. Dang, okay. But in my rereading of the whole series every summer, I would read the first 13 chapters. Okay. And so at this point, I feel like I'm just continuing to read those 13 chapters that I've already Mm reread. But I feel like I need to just in case she changed anything. (laughs) And I'm just like so not in it. Like I can't, like he's just like, Edward as a character is just like, like intensely annoying and like He's as you get older you realize worst. the relationship is like wildly toxic so bad <laughs> so bad like, okay so you're team jacob right i'm is actually team edward you're team because <laughs> <laughs> jacob kind of sucks too they both suck jacob has like this weird ownership thing and yeah, so true. does edward i like i'm team bella <laughs> but she's also kind of annoying but bella sucks <laughs> if i had to pick someone that's what i really like i like emmett um, okay yeah I like Jasper. Okay. Um, and I'm a big Alice fan. We love Alice. Yeah, Alice is great. She's the queen we all need in our lives. Yes. 
but all the main main characters not it suck yeah really Mm -hmm. and i used to be obsessed with twilight too growing up okay and we have been re-watching them like since covid Mm -hmm. and like first of all they're so much worse than i thought they were like the acting oh my but also and just like some of the lines i'm like that was a real thing in a script that someone was asked to say yeah and it's really quite it's crazy how much more how many more chapters are there besides the 13 seems like so many more <laughs> so the 13th chapter in the pdf gets the point right before when they're in the meadow oh and the thing is in twilight that comes in like probably like 60 pages in yeah so it's just so much longer <laughs> it's like basically longer than breaking dawn but it's just edward's retelling of the first twilight book oh god okay. but he just has so many more thoughts <laughs> he than bella so bella's head empty yeah honestly <laughs> Oh my god. Well, let me know how the end is. If and I ever I get might, to it, I will. I might read it as okay. well. Okay. Because I've been revisiting the Twilight books as well. And like, you know, you can't miss. No, you can't. But Well, you kind of can. Yeah. Just We're still in the right headspace. I just like I'm not in the right headspace. And once I get there, it'll be good. But okay. I just need to return to that spot in my <laughs> life. I love that for you. Okay, well, anyway, so Twilight, great. So Annie makes such good music. And that's Thanks. why she's here on the podcast. I've been obsessed with you since i saw you for the first time which this three is just me con- again if you didn't know already we've known each other for three years <laughs> peripherally though like yeah, kind yeah. of like we see each other we yeah, wave we wave. always friendly oh yeah we like give each other those likes yeah on Instagram. absolutely that's about it yeah but, but now, yeah, now here we are anyway so with that being said so you're from new york mm-hmm. when do you start making music when do you start writing all that kind of stuff so i'm in new york when you grow up in New York mm-hmm. and you say, like, you want to sing, you immediately get shoved into Broadway. Yeah, okay, yeah. Show tunes Broadway. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking, like, at the age of, like, 10, I'm taking, like, voice lessons, like, <laughs> absolutely, like, belting Les Mis, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Cute, okay. <laughs> um, it wasn't, though. It was, like, probably pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And then around 10 or 11, probably 11, I get really into Taylor Swift. Oh, God. Okay, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I watched some like bootleg documentary on her <laughs> in which she kind Is of it the like the one where she like does the meet and greet for 13 hours. It might be that one. It's okay. the one where she's like driving down Music Row, like giving CDs <laughs> yes, to all yes, of the publishers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is funny now that we live here. And you're yeah, like, you you're like, did that. What? Anyway, keep going. Um, and she talks about how that's when she realized when she dropped off like a bunch of cover CDs mm-hmm. to like the people at Music Row, like that's when she realized she, you need to make original music. Yeah. And I thought, Taylor Swift says I need to make original music. <laughs> So I learned the guitar when I was 12. I taught myself. Okay. And then immediately following that, I started writing songs like a month later. Okay. In the probably style of Taylor Swift. Yes. And then instead of going... So I live like 30 minutes outside of the city in New York. Mm-hmm. And instead of going south into the city at the time, I was going north into upstate New York. Cool. Okay. And there's like a bit of a folk scene in upstate New York in the okay. Hudson Valley. Yeah. Hudson Good Valley on. folk scene. Shout out. <laughs> so when I was like 12, 13... I was just, like, me, this 13-year-old girl with an acoustic guitar in a circle of, like, a bunch of 60-year-old men who play folk music, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Just in that upstate New York folk world. And that's kind of where I started playing out and, like, learning that. Cool. And then when I was 14, I started going into the city, and I played, like, the open mics in the city, which are just, like... (laughs) People are pretty nice, but, like, it's a city. No one's listening. Mm -hmm. And then I was, like, spending, like, a lot of nights in high school just, like, in the city, like, really late. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My parents were, like oh my gosh, can we leave? Because they don't want to let me go alone to exactly. these things. Um, so I would like schedule out, I remember like scheduling out a calendar like five days a week open mics. Oh it was like terrible God. for my parents. I can't believe they came That's really me. sweet. Yeah, no, super sweet. Um, 
And then, yeah, I guess my senior year, junior year of high school, I started getting to, like, Maggie Rogers and stuff. Queen. And I, I know, I love her. And I wanted to make, like, Maggie Rogers, like, folk pop kind mm-hmm. of music. And that's what you'll hear my attempt of if you listen to Blue Walls and Gone on Spotify. Okay. Blue Walls kind of slaps. And okay, I know well, you, like, don't think that as much. But it, like, kind of goes off. Sadly, I'll be taking it down this no! month. No! Yeah, I haven't said it yet, but I'm going to I'm gonna say it. I'm taking down Gone and Blue Walls this month. Okay. Um, I mean, we'll take it's it. It's just time. I get it. But I love the songs at the time. Obviously, I released them. And then when I got to Belmont my freshman year, I was listening to, like, Big Thief, Margaret Glassby. Mm-hmm. And I just... As you can tell, as I was saying, I like to talk. Yeah. And so it makes a lot of sense to me that, like, the lyricism in, like, indie rock music is very conversational. Mm -hmm. And it made so much sense for me to write my verses that way and then kind of maintain the pop on the chorus. I guess that's kind of what my music does. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's incredible. So I, that was, leads so well into my next question, where I feel like your songs are so, like, lyrically, I wouldn't say important, but just, like, I feel like they're so in-depth. And is that something you, like, really focus on in, like, the music process? Like, do you lean more that way, more, like, music way first? Do you get what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what kind of drives the song for you? Um, lyrics are much, much harder for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's because I'm just more particular with them than mm-hmm. I am with the music. Yeah. Um, and it just... The music part of it comes a lot easier to me. Like, okay. melodies are something I can very naturally find. I don't really, like, spend a lot of time searching for them when I'm writing. Mm-hmm. But lyrics, like, I want to make sure every word is exactly what I want to say. So especially if I'm doing a co-write, which I've started to get into more now that I'm in Nashville Mm -hmm. and everyone, like, is like, co-write, co-write, (laughs) co-write. It has to make, like, I have to make sure every word is going to be something that comes from me. So Mm -hmm. they are really lyrically driven. And I'm happy that you say that because that's what I spend the most time on. (laughs) This, I hate that I'm about to ask this question, but what are you on the Enneagram? Do you know? I'm okay. I'm a four wing three, okay. but I just want to say that I don't think that's accurate and I just kind of did it like a few years ago. Okay, which is where you read all the types because someone said like yeah, the yeah. test's not going to be accurate. Yeah, yeah, So I read all the types and found the one that like okay, that's made great. me the most upset or something like that. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I hate the Enneagram and it's be- apparently because I'm a four. I am a four and apparently that's why I hate it. But Or maybe that's why I'm talking about it like this too. I mean, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> whatever. But I was, I didn't want to make this assumption about you, but I feel like I kind of know this, but like, I'm such a feelings person and like from your music and like the little I know about you, I feel like you're a feelings person. Yeah, I absolutely. And am. so I feel like people like us who are really like feel things so intensely, like you want to be able to describe that accurately. So I feel like that's where this like, weird yeah, it's like thing. nearly impossible. Oh, and you're trying absolutely. to say it in like a short amount of time and in like a clever way. Mm-hmm. So for me, the best way to write lyrics is I collect just like things I think of okay, yeah. in kind of my phone or like a notebook, mm-hmm. this notebook, okay. or I, um, and then like after a while I'll have enough to put together sort nice. of thing and then I'll fill the rest of it around. But then it might take me like a few months to edit to make sure yeah. all the things are where I want okay. them to be. Yeah. What was the hardest song for you to write? Um, hmm, that I have out right now. It's hard to say. They were all so different. Mm-hmm. Jonathan took me a few months and it was an interesting process because my previous release from Jonathan is Blue Walls and it's just such mm-hmm. a strange, strange jump. Yeah. And when I was writing it, it was like my freshman year dorm, like Potter Hall, mm-hmm. you like go back and forth through the little practice rooms. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was just so confused about what I was making, but uh-huh. I was just like kind of trusting it because I knew that my old stuff was not really me. Yeah. And then also... I guess the form of that song is not super clear because it's like a lot of ooze. There's not really mm-hmm. a chorus. So that one was an interesting write for me and that took me a, a while. And then I, when it was done, I wasn't even sure if it was like super done. Mm-hmm. And then like <laughs> brought it into the songwriting class and like they have such a problem in the songwriting program with like 
Nashville's so lyrically driven. Yeah. So they like a real problem with how many oohs were in the song. And I was like, listen, it's emoting <laughs> more it. than I'm going to be able to with lyrics. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. Um, and then Don't Swerve, on the other hand, was a very quick write for me. Okay. Interesting. But Dead Dogs might be the hardest write for me. And it's also like another jump. I think Don't Swerve to Dead Dogs is like another big jump in my yeah. music from mm-hmm. more of like an indie pop to like a slight indie rock sound. Yeah. Um, and lyrically it gets like a lot darker and like Mm -hmm. older. And that was hard for me because it was like about a hard thing. So like other than my dog, it's not really about my dog dying. It's just like kind of like the icing on the cake in that situation Mm -hmm. and what's making me think about it. But it was like, I was just going through such a hard time my sophomore year of college Mm -hmm. and it was me just trying to find a way to talk about it. And it was another song that I wrote and didn't know if it was like even good. Like I just thought this might be kind of stupid, but now Mm -hmm. it's like one, it's probably my favorite song of mine. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. Yeah. I love Don't Swerve. Don't Swerve gives me that feeling of like, coming of age movie yeah that's what everyone you know? says yeah. yeah i like there's this street back home blue mound which is like like i compare it to like west end here mm-hmm. you know a lot of like restaurant shops like stuff okay. on it and it just goes on forever and ever and ever so when i was in high school i would just like drive up and down you know as you do just like drive around pre- yeah. yeah i just like pretend i'm in like a coming of age movie and i feel like if in high school i knew don't swerve i feel like that would have been on yeah on no that, no, no. On it, yeah it's done like when you go to my spotify for artists on like a lot of like coming of age movie playlists yes kind which of is your tiktok which we'll get into later your tiktok of like the playlist that your songs are on was so funny thank you like what's the we- what's your favorite title that you found i should explain this first so on your end like on your end of like spotify yeah um Artists can see what, it's like what, the top 100? Top 100 listener made playlists. Yes. So you can see like the titles, what like songs are included, like all that kind of stuff. So Annie also is low-key blown up on TikTok. And so she made this (laughs) TikTok of like reading some of the titles of the playlist and they were so funny. It's hard for me to think off the top of my head which one's my favorite because it's like I'm always looking and they're changing. Mm -hmm. And since I made that TikTok, I think people are purposely trying to make more funny ones, which I was kind of hoping for anyway. (laughs) So I'm definitely going to part two that probably like tomorrow or something. Please do. But there was one of the ones that was funny on there was like, I made this place at 3 a.m. while I was talking to like, I think like Melissa or Uh something about like terrible people. I was like, what a playlist name. I hope that like those people don't see it. And you're just featured. What an honor. Yeah, no. There's just always fun playlist names. I love the ones that are like, like, format or something yeah. like that. Like someone like makes for their like, like boyfriend or girlfriend. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe <laughs> that I'm part of your relationship. <laughs> but there's a lot of really fun ones on there. Oh my God, that's so cute. Yeah. So how does it feel to be big on TikTok? It's a weird thing because I don't, it's hard to be like, I don't think I'm big on TikTok. Well, no, I, I think yeah. I'm bigger than i expected to be well, on yes. TikTok. um but the thing about tiktok is you never know what's gonna hit no so what hit first what was your like okay so first i posted a song an honorly song of mine in scotland and okay. it got like 400 views and i was like okay. whoa <laughs> that's pretty sick <laughs> i don't so know who I these 400 it. people are <laughs> and then i released 20 and my guitarist daniel nunnally who i just mm-hmm. mentioned that he called me he had been like you should just make a tiktok because even if only 200 people see it it's a free ad because of the way the tiktok True. algorithm works yeah. mm-hmm. and i was like you're right like you'd have like if you, if you want to do ads on instagram you could pay like a lot of money to get an ad, 200 yeah. people to see an ad and then exactly. it would be 200 people that basically already follow you yeah so i was like all right can you curse on this podcast yes okay i was like all right fuck it i'm gonna make a tiktok so daniel comes over mm-hmm. and he records me doing this like just the first verse of 20 and the whole time he's like expect it to flop 
expect it to flop. So our, like the whole day we're like, it's going to flop. flop. Yeah, we don't it, care. Yeah. Don't even, it's going to flop. <laughs> like 20 people. Yeah. So, and I kind of was like, I don't know what TikTok's going to like. So I was mm-hmm. like, I guess you go in front of my wall and my wall just has like a bunch of art on it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, should I do it up or should I go like play it down? And yeah. Daniel's like, just like do your whole thing. So I put on my green eyeshadow that I wear when I, I play do. live shows. Yes. And I just sang the first verse of 20 acoustic mm-hmm. with my electric guitar. And I posted it and I kind of called Daniel after because I had like posted and I didn't even look at the app because mm-hmm. I just expected it to flop. Yeah. And like an hour and I called Daniel. I'm like, Daniel, like it's at like a thousand views. And he's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm getting like so many nice comments. And then that night, it just, like, went off. Like, in that first <laughs> night. Like, it was freaking insane. That's crazy. Um, I was getting so many comments. I was, like, couldn't even keep up with it. I was re- Every time I'd go to the TikTok app and mm-hmm. say I always had over 100. Like, it stops oh at 100 notifications. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it, no matter how many minutes I was off or on yeah. it. Oh, my god. I, like, couldn't keep up with it. And it was, yeah. And it was just, like, an incredible thing because it coincided with my f- single. Exactly. So it yeah, what good timing. Like, I don't know, like. My Spotify numbers improved like 700% or something yeah. like that. So it was just sexy. I was like, I love, like, I don't understand why it took off, but like, I love, and everyone was so nice and still is. Everyone That's on my so TikTok, great. like, I don't know what niche of TikTok I'm in. Uh-huh. They're the nicest people. Like, oh I've not gosh. gotten a single hate comment. Just the sweetest things about anything in the video. Like, people notice the funniest things. Uh-huh. Yeah. What's the weirdest thing someone's pointed out? I don't know. A lot of people talk about the art on my wall, like okay. the Bernie poster. Mm-hmm. Queen. Yeah. Or like, I don't I know, love, like, the Twilight I books are in Bernie some of them. Bernie is just, like, matted on the wall. I know. He just That's smiles down at me. Yeah, he He's right says, in the middle there. He just says, hey. Yeah. I'm looking out for you. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you've, like, gained traction since. Like, it wasn't like you had one video that blew up. No. So, I have, like, around 20,000 followers now. But, again, like, I don't really think that means anything. Because yeah. it doesn't send the TikTok out to those 20,000 yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. So it's still, like, I never know what hits. Yeah. So, I mean, I had a song that I wrote the other day that I was kind of like, I feel like people on TikTok will like the first verse of, mm-hmm. and then they did. Wow. But, wow, like, you're something like Judgments, out. I didn't really know. That was my latest single. I didn't yeah. really know if that was going to take off because that song is so much more a full band song than yeah. it is, like, 20, where it's, like, the, f- the lyrics of the first verse are really going to, like, hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one did fine. And then I just do other stupid stuff because I, like, want to... I don't know, have fun on there. <laughs> exactly. But, like, you never know really how it's going to do. That's crazy. And but it's, like, a great platform. Yeah. And has that, like, affected your, like, Spotify numbers and, like, Instagram, like, all it's that It's affected too? every single thing. Like, Dang. so many more Instagram followers. My Spotify numbers, mm-hmm. I can all, like, you can literally see in my, so if you have Spotify for artists, you can see, like, how many people are listening each yeah. day, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And you can literally see on my Spotify for artists page, like, the days I post a TikTok. Interesting. It's spike and stuff like that. That's so interesting. Yeah, I think it just really works well for me that I have music on Spotify, and yeah. that's a lot of what I'm posting. Exactly. So that people can, like, go directly listen to it. Yeah. It's, like, a little frustrating with the songs that I post that I don't have up yet, but, uh-huh. like, for later release. And yeah. People are always, like, when you put it... Like, people will return to my first video on TikTok uh-huh. of the Omnily song every day and say, like, back here again just want to see if you're putting this out <laughs> hey it's me again I just, and i'm oh just like and it's like so sweet but I'm like, that's not really up for Please, a long time a long time or like a really long time that one so i'm like i don't want to tell them yeah exactly that's really so nice. funny yeah oh i'm glad they're nice to you everyone is so nice to me on there oh, i love it little fans little i know fan girls i'm like i'm always like i always want to respond to like how i'm feeling about it. it's so hard for me to put into words though. yeah exactly so i'm like a little cry in a heart <laughs> Your go-to. Yeah, so if you've gotten that for me, it's because, like, I'm so 
happy about like it like so it's just so nice that people are listening and stuff mm-hmm. i don't know yeah tiktok is so interesting because like it's so i mean it's been around for a bit but this like people like blowing up and like really using it as like a marketing tool has like really been the last couple of months and it's crazy like the effects it can have on music and career and all of that yeah i just like fast tracked things in a way that i didn't expect yeah but has been like really awesome love so, it yeah. i mean we'll take it we'll take know, the I'll free take, marketing yeah so yeah it's super cool on there that's so awesome so you recently put out a new song I did yes judge judgments from the world's greatest band mm-hmm. okay that's what i thought um so good will Thank you tell you. everyone like what's it about what inspired it yeah for sure <laughs> so this is a song that i wrote about a beatles poster on my wall watching me have a one-night stand it's kind of the gist of it so the judgments from the world's greatest band the greatest band is the beatles (laughs) and they're judging me for having a one-night stand Mm -hmm. but really it's just me judging myself and talking about like i guess the song is about i think that one-night stands can be very fun and great and like yeah like good Uh, for everyone having mm -hmm. one-night stands like i think it's super cool i think i personally had one Mm -hmm. and it (laughs) like created a chaos in my mind i can't describe (laughs) like it unfolded something in my brain. Okay. And so I wrote that song like a month or so after it. Okay. And I wish it was just like this crazy thing where I was like, I don't give a fuck. And so that's like <laughs> the, the, I guess I'm apathetic line in the chorus. Yeah, yeah. And then, I'm, then like, I'll be like, then my roommate walks in. I'm like laying on the floor, legs up on the <laughs> wall, listening to Phoebe Bridgers. Okay, you know? mood. Yep. Yeah, so upset. So, yeah. And then like the obsessed with you is like me just like always thinking like, wow, I wonder if he's looking through my window. You know that weird feeling? All the time. Why do, like, I feel that way all the time. I'm I like, know. I bet they're, like, thinking of me right now. Wait, no, I they're saw, not. I saw TikTok. <laughs> I saw TikTok of this girl who was, like, all dressed up in her bedroom, like, kind of moving stuff around, like, going, putting records on and saying, like, just doing cool stuff in my room so that the camera, my crush setup, <laughs> sees me. <laughs> like, I me? Like, why? anything more. Like, why do I think that? Like, I know. I'm like, why, and why would they care that much to, like, do that? Because it's, like, I'm more thinking about them doing that than I'm even thinking about them. No. Like, I, would, I would never think about what they're doing in their room. No, absolutely. <laughs> never in my life. I'm just wondering if they're picturing me, me. like, reading a book. Like, being smart. And, like, do I look good right yeah, now? Like, like, should I should I look better, like, right here? cool? In case he happens to walk on my porch and see in my window? Like, so weird. So oh that's kind gosh. of what the chorus is, is, like, the obsessed line. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, it's basically just the fallout in my own head from this one I stand in. You know when you like hook up with someone, then you have those moments where you're just in a normal situation, and all of a sudden it hits your brain, and it's just like, <laughs> you go, oh, Fuck. yeah, just yeah. Like, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't see my face, but I think you can picture I- it. But it's kind of just like about that feeling, mm-hmm. um, and judgments from the world's greatest band. It's the Beatles judging me again. Yes. It's just me. Um, I got a lot of funny comments on the TikTok though. That, because Ringo's not on the song. That was my question. Yep. (laughs) Ringo's not on the song, and I got a lot of heat for it. Okay. Not really, but some. But, like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, people are just being funny about it. Yeah. The Ringo erasure in this, like, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. But he's not on the poster, because it's pre-Beatles, pre-Ringo Beatles. Mm Mm-hmm. And someone commented, like, Ringo's not on the song, because he simply wouldn't be judging you. And I was like, you're actually- onto something. Flying colors correct. Like, he would never judge Mm-mm. out of all of them. No. And that's kind of the story I'm going with from now okay. on. Okay, that it was intentional. It was intentional. I just think that all of them are judgmental except, except for, for Ringo. Except for Ringo. Yeah. Is Ringo, who's your favorite? Paul. Okay. Yeah, well, I like, mean, how could it not? Paul. 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 Hi, Paul. Yeah, I, 
I'm a big, yeah, I guess there's actually more Beatles stuff in here than I thought. I think it's kind of, like, funny, because, like, everyone is like, oh, that guy in high school is obsessed with the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I got really into the Beatles in high school, um, and I just think that Paul McCartney is, like, a songwriting hero of I mean, mine. yeah. So, once I got to college, I did get more into, like, Wings and Paul McCartney's mm-hmm. solo catalog, yeah. but... I, I just think he's, like, my favorite songwriter of all time, yeah. That's so. incredible. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, this is just, like, it's so tangent, can you imagine being in the Beatles? Like, can you imagine the stardom that they had to, like, face it's in their time? ridiculous. Like, you couldn't do anything. It's terrible. Mm-mm. I read this book. I should know what it's called, but I don't remember. It's written by this journalist who was one of the ones, one of, they had, like, three, um, oh, this is all wrong. Maybe he was the only one. He was a journalist that was on their first tour in America and he would just like traveled with them and then wrote all about it and like all this stuff. And so he just writes a book about all these like crazy things that they do experience. And like, can you imagine? I just like can't even like process that in my brain. I can't fathom it. Sometimes I think of it with like a Billie Eilish or something. Yeah. Like nowadays where it's probably even worse because of the internet. Yeah. Like when Billie Eilish like stepped out in like some kind of outfit two oh, weeks God, ago and everyone girl. like freaked out about it. Yeah. It was like... Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that. And no. the Beatles are, like, even more. Like, they couldn't yeah. go anywhere. I can't... Yeah. It would just be, like, that's a... You're not even, like, living at that point. That's, no. like, a terrible existence. No. And which, another thing... My friends and I have been having this conversation often recently, and I don't know why. But it's, like, do you think that the Beatles would be as big as they were now? Okay. I go back and forth on it. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my roommate, Caroline, will listen back to stuff. And we're always, like, the Beatles took all the really good, simple but very meaningful ideas. Yeah. So in a lot of ways, I think they could be as big. I think their songwriting would be different. Are you saying like with their songs that they had, would they be as big? Yes. Um, I don't think anyone could be as big as the Beatles were. See, I agree. And I think it was so much of like the time that Yeah, it just had to do with like the radio and everything. Like it's just not possible in the age of streaming for someone to dominate everything that that much. So. And then think of all the things that wouldn't if they didn't happen. Like so much like things in songwriting, just like boy bands. I mean, just watch the movie yesterday. (laughs) Exactly. worst movie ever <laughs> it could have been so good when i heard the concept and i watched the trailer i was like this is gonna slap i i've always wondered this <laughs> but it's just like the things they chose to make not exist it was just like why, why? is it like this yes because they could have made really like very interesting things yes. that you didn't realize that the beatles had so much impact on not exist but no it was like the dumbest it things. was just like not it Mm-mm. yeah it was bad but i'm sorry could have been good concept was cool concept is cool should we yeah. remake it maybe i think i think we could probably pull together that kind of budget too I, really quick <laughs> you so, and I, yeah quick right here. kickstarter done kickstarter. <laughs> hey guys donate to the, the kickstarter it will be up tomorrow so and yeah, if you donate um, over a thousand dollars, we'll send you a sticker. Send you a sticker. Mm-hmm. Over a million, we'll send you four stickers. Four and a half, maybe. Four and a half, maybe. <laughs> Just we'll, in case. We'll consider it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll work on it. Um, that's so funny. So that's judgments. What's next? Okay, so I'm going back and forth <laughs> on what's next because. Okay. I'm writing an album right now. Yeah, you are. Yeah, which I'm very excited about. It's very different than the way I write for singles. It's like mm-hmm. a little bit darker subject matter and stuff like that, which I didn't expect it to be, but it just happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'm going to start recording in December when I go back to New York. Nice. But to say whether that album will be released at the end of 2021 or the beginning of 2022 okay. is hard to say. That's okay. Could be with Loose dates. But I'm very excited about it. So, because it's going to be a little bit till the album, 
I'll be doing a cover EP that we'll be releasing. Fun. Yeah, I'm so <gasps> fucking excited about it. I'm going to be releasing that early 2021, so, like, probably January, February situation. Okay, cute. Yeah. Um, I won't tell the songs yet because... Yeah, don't. We need a little... I don't a know what I'm going to do that. Surprise. Okay. <laughs> um, and then there'll definitely be more singles. Okay. I think that my next single will probably be nine months, which is one of the ones I posted on TikTok, but... Gotta feed the I fans. think it's definitely gonna be that. Okay. And then the cover EP and then an album. Fine. At some point. So yeah. That's like so it's many. It's like a lot of things. content, yeah. Yeah. Also, there's a music video coming for Judgments. That's what I forgot <gasps> to say. That's actually the next okay, piece okay. of content. Do we know yeah. when that's coming? Yeah, it should be November 16th. Okay, everyone check it out. Yeah. We'll link it. It'll probably come out like a week after this comes out, I think. Okay, cool. Yeah. Perfect. So we're on there. Oh my god, fun. Yeah. How is filming that? What like that was a great experience. Um, I had done a music video for Don't Swerve, like, mm-hmm. two, I filmed it in, like, April of my sophomore year, so, like, a year and a half ago now. Um, but at that time, I didn't really know what I wanted for the video. Yeah. And Josh, who helped me make it, was, like, mm-hmm. super helpful. And we ended up with something really cool. Mm-hmm. For this one, I knew I wanted it to, like, really show my personality. And yeah. for, like, I'm starring in every single scene of it. So like, As I'm, you should be. Uh, yeah, I'm, like, it's, like, <laughs> so like, fun. I'm, I'm up star. in the camera. It's, like... It's kind of funny. It shows a lot of my personality. I think it's, like, really beautifully done by Tanner Deutsch and Jess Demento. Incredible. Um, Jess is the director, and Tanner did the cinematography, and then a nice. bunch of other people helped on it, mm-hmm. but it was a really great experience filming it, and I really can't wait for it to come out. I'm really psyched I'm so excited. with how it came out. Yeah. That's so exciting. Okay, so, so many good things, like, coming up. Um, this is your place to, like, plug anything you want. Anything, anyone. Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is your space. So, mm-hmm. I hope everyone voted. I, um, I hope you voted. I hope you voted. Uh, can't plug that anymore, though. No, unfortunately. <laughs> but, yeah, just make sure that you already did it. <laughs> I know. And, like, any election moving Any local forward, election. Yes. Just always... Exercise your right. Exercise your right to vote. Get registered if you're not. You mm-hmm. know, it's a very cool thing. And we're so lucky to be able to do that. So, so lucky. I know. Um, and then... For my personal music stuff, you can follow mm-hmm. me on Instagram, TikTok to get my uh, releases. Yes. I go live on TikTok a good amount, which is fun. Um, and look out for the Judgments music video November yes. 16th. Love it. And then the cover EP early next year. That's so exciting. But yeah, I think that's everything. Oh my gosh, this was so great. Annie. Yeah, this was awesome. Hang out. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, I have rapid fire for you, okay. which actually I should have done that before we did our outro, but that's okay. Okay, rapid fire. Number one, what's your favorite song at the moment? Wow. I know. And, and I say these are rapid fire, but like take your time answering because the rest, <laughs> they don't get easier. They really don't get easier. All right, let me just go through my liked songs. Okay, cute. Okay, my favorite song at the moment, to be honest though, is I Think We're Alone Now by Tiffany from the 80s. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great mm-hmm. answer. Um, number two, what's the best concert you've ever been to? It was Boy Genius. Oh, God. The Ryman Auditorium. (laughs) Best night of my life. Wow. I was so sad I wasn't at that show. I got tickets last minute. Someone was like, I'm selling a ticket for like $20. And I was like, I'm taking that ticket. Here's what's the tragedy about it. (laughs) Okay. I was only at that point out of all the Boy Genius people. Like, I knew a few of Julian's songs. Mm -hmm. I was a big Lucy Dacus fan. Okay. I, for some reason, was like, "Mm, I'm not into Phoebe. Like, just, like, trying to be annoying. Like, I don't know what... Like, I would always be like, yeah, I love the indie rock scene. Phoebe, Phoebe, not it eh. for me. Like, I absolutely... Phoebe Bridges is my top artist on Spotify now. So, it's like... (laughs) It's just honestly ridiculous. 
and it's like I saw her live and I was like this is incredible and that's when I got into her music but it would have just been such an even better experience if I just walked in knowing her stuff that's okay it's okay I don't I don't really regret it as much Mm -hmm. because the whole night was just amazing we all have to make mistakes yeah exactly incredible okay um if you could collab with one person dead or alive who would it be Paul McCartney yeah that's a given Patty Smith oof Let's just keep it going. I'm okay, I'll give will. you two more. Um, Liza Ann. Oh, yep. Um, and probably I just want to do like a like Ariana Grande, like something just random, something like crazy that. like that. Yeah. What a collab that would I know. be. I'm just like that would be fun. You said, "Hey Ari." Yeah. Hey, Ari. Oh my gosh. Okay, that's the end of my rapid fire. Oh, okay, Honestly, cool. it was so easy. There's <laughs> okay. only three. We got through it. Okay. Um, hey, Justin Long. <laughs> Big fan of your work, first of all. I don't know if you heard the part where I couldn't quite place you, but now that I saw your face, <laughs> I love all your work. I mm-hmm. think you're phenomenal. You're very funny. Seem very cool. I think this podcast would be a great fit for you. You're trying to get him on this podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because you seem like you like music. Right? And you seem like you could talk about it for a long time, honestly. And I just think that there could be sparks in the room. There Dare we say sparks? Dare we say sparks? I think it could happen. And, um, I, yeah, I just think you should definitely do it. Just for reference, like, we're sitting on a bed filming this one. Yep. So, that could be your setup, too. <laughs> um, and I hope that that entices you to come record. Yeah. 